0: You are about to watch Plerud by Pastor Chumdi Ohahuna. As he brings to you a message from God's word, that will build you up and make you complete in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus said in the book of John chapter 15 verse 8, Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. We pray that as you watch this teaching you will receive the empowerment to bear much fruit in Christ. Now listen. We are we are going to be covering it up today on uh, the benefits of Jesus fulfilling
1: the law and the prophets. Amen to Jesus. Actually, we stay more fulfilling the law, um, and um, actually, we didn't really watch into fulfilling the prophets. But I think we should carry up here, and so we can go to another. Of the work that Jesus came okay, to do on earth. Amen to Jesus. All right, um, is this, this teaching actually happens to have a relevance to the times and seasons we are in, to the happenings in the seasons we are in. Amen to Jesus. Today, when we look at the world, look at what is happening, we begin to ask ourselves ask the question Is God still in charge? Some of the time, we begin to ask Is God still in charge? Is God still Ruling, is it, costly still reading. We've had uh we've had scripture that the devil is the God of this war, about the God that the end is the Lord. The Bible says the end is the Lord, that like the full as zero, the more than this that we all there me. And the devil is the God of this world, and then if God is the owner of the earth, and then the devil is the God of the world, where does God's rule and will come in? Amen to Jesus. Right. Where does His dominion come in? Because the kingdom of God actually we end that. The kingdom of God is the rule and will of God in the affairs of men, is the dominion of God in the affairs of men. Kingdom is the king's dominion, Amen to Jesus. Right. So, where does God's rule and will come in? In, the, in what we have seen. In the world today, we've had we, 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 the, the world has been taught. Today, in, in 2020, the, the, the whole world went through excruciating pains. Now we've heard different talks about the man of the beast and every of that. Many, 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 many. we the end time teachings, dispensational teachings. There's so much, so much, so much going out there. So much going on there. And if you say you want to pay 30 ear to what's happening, you are telling yourself a lie. Are you in the am saying? You are actually telling yourself a lie. Because whether you like it or not, you are in the world. Jesus said, you are in the world, but you are not of the world. But you may not think that you are in the world. Amen. Though you are not of the world, but you are still in the world. So, as long as you still remain in the world, you have to be well informed as to what is happening and how it affects you, and God's play, God's part in these whole operations. Praise the Lord forevermore. Now, never before there have been so much things sent into the atmosphere, so much fear has been released into the atmosphere, and um it's, it's becomes um imperative that Christians know where we stand in these times. Are we together? It's very important for us to know where we stand in these times. And also for us to know what God's will, God's work, God's operation is in this time. So this teaching, to, 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 to a good extent, helps us do what? Understand this and helps us play our role and live in the fulfillment of God's will for us in this time. God still has a purpose for the church. God still has a purpose for, 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 for everyone, God against Christians, even in these dying times. Amen. And so we must understand it um, and okay. it. So today we are, we are understanding the, uh, the fifth uh, benefits of Jesus fulfilling the law. And it is that uh, the establishment of civil law on the basis of an ethnically rooted people who are ruled directly by God has ceased. Amen. So now if you look at the Israelites, you discover that um, they, they had a civil law and if you go to Leviticus from Exodus, Leviticus numbers, you see the so many laws. You see the, uh, the, the hygiene laws. You see the uh, relational laws. You see so many, so many, so many laws. And these laws were, at the Memphis, was unique to this ethnic group, which was the homogenous Israelite, aka to Jesus. And, and, and then God was the one ruling there. Praise God for And so, over the years, it has been these people having these laws it looks like God was only ruling only one nation in the whole nations of the earth. How many nations do we have in the earth? I don't know precisely. Praise God. I think it should be up to 200. Is that what so? Yeah. Imagine God ruling only one nation out of 200. That sounds unfair. (laughs) But well, that means God others are doomed and destroyed, amen. For now, when Jesus fulfilled the law, God ruling only one nation came to an end, amen. Praise God. Now when God created Adam, he blessed him. This blessing was an empowerment God gave Adam for him to make earth like heaven. I, you know what I'm saying? Now so, um, if you look at Genesis 1-8, says that God blessed them and God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. And now to mean over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. Amen to Jesus. Yes. Now so, God created Adam and blessed him, but that blessing was an empowerment for Adam to make earth like heaven. God did not just bless Adam and leave him to make earth like heaven. What did he do? He gave Adam a physical picture of what heaven was to look like on earth. And what was that picture? It was a garden of Eden. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, this is the beauty about the way God God does not just Empower you to do something and leave you to do the thing. No, God gives you a picture of what He wants you to do. That's the beauty of His operation. He empowers you, and His empowerment is enough. He is given Adam the, the money, he has given Adam the blessing. Remember when he, uh, uh, he brought the animals for Adam to, to see what Adam would need there? And when Adam leave them, He said, Adam did, be, I leave them according to what the Lord wanted them to be. So God was testing Adam to see exactly his image and likeness function in the way it's meant to function. Are right? you getting what I'm saying? So he saw that actually, yes, this image is functioning the way it's meant to function. But that was, all that God had named the animals, Adam just what? Meglicated it physical. Adam brought out the name from the heart of God, from the mind of God, from the mind of Elohim and he made it physical. And Elohim said, yes, that's beautiful. So, actually, what is man? Man is actually the, the, the one who are the ideas of Elohim and makes them physical. That's what man is. Man makes physical the spiritual ideas of Elohim Man is a physical manifestation of Elohim's spiritual ideas. And man also makes physical the uh, ideas of Elohim. So that's why it's very important for us to know our role here on earth. We are not here to live a spiritual life and have no physical elements No! We are here to make the spiritual operations of Elohim manifested physically. That's why we need miracle signs that we why? Well, because miracles are physical shows that there is something happening in the spiritual, And you get what I'm saying? When, when a kidney that was totally packed up is it replaced, is a physical show that there are spare parts in heaven. Are you get what I'm saying? When eyes, when, when sockets without no eyes, suddenly eyes come out of them, eyes come into them. It's a physical show that there are more spare parts in heaven. When arms that have been amputated grow up, it's a physical show that they are what? Spare parts equal in what? Heaven. So, Adam actually is the physical manifesto of the spiritual operations of the way. That's why Adam is very important to God. That's why man is important to God. Because there would have been no need for an earth if there was no Adam. There would have been no need for an earth if there was no man. It's only the presence of man that makes earth know what the Father is thinking of. Are you gonna say? So God would have just empowered man and told him to make the head like that. but God did that. He also gave man God a picture why this makes us understand that God is precise on his desires. He's precise on his what? Desires. Remember when he told Moses that he should build the tent of meeting the tabernacle? What did he do? He gave them, he, he gave Moses. Uh, 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 measurements, are you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Measurements, and then he told him, get precise. He skilled, he skilled, and the spirit, and the and the spirit will come upon him, and will begin to produce what I want. But he gave measurement. God is a God of precision. God is a God of precision. He doesn't just allow things go like that. He meant to Jesus. So when God created Adam and placed him in the Garden of Eden, He gave Adam a prototype of heaven on earth. Is that the whole earth was meant to look like and be like the garden of Eden. This was why God planted the garden himself not Adam. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now so, Eden was a prototype. Are you getting me? Of heaven. That means the whole of earth was to look like Eden. The whole of earth was to look like Eden. It was to look like Eden. That's why God planted Eden, He said. God just wanted the earth to look any way it wants. He would have told Adam not plant a garden. And any garden you plant, let the earth look like that. And you get what I'm saying. But God planted the garden himself as a matter of precision to show to Adam what he wanted the earth to look like. Look at the verse it verse six. And the Lord God planted the garden, he, What in Eden and then he put the man whom we have formed. Now the east actually symbolizes glory. Praise God forevermore. Praise the Lord. And so God planted Eden. Eden means pleasure. So God planted a garden in Eden. He planted a garden in pleasure in the location called glory. Are you get what I'm saying? So why did God begin the prototype of heaven, the prototype of earth in that location? He planted a garden and the garden was in what? Pleasure and the pleasure was in the location called of glory. Because God wanted an the end. He wanted the earth to be what? To be like a garden. And the garden was to be in a pleasurable. Pool. It was to be a pleasurable garden. And it was to be in the location of what glory. So in the end of the day, the whole of the earth would have been what? Beautiful as a garden and pleasurable, not just a garden, but a pleasure-filled garden. And it would be glorious. So that's why God planted it by himself. did you tell Adam to plant it. he planted it by himself. So Adam will see what he's trying to say. So Adam will not say, But well, what you told me to plant, but he did not give me a pictorial realization of what I was to plant. Or what I just started to plant it like this. No, I, I planted and showed you, so you can get the full picture. So that means the what, Adam was fully equipped. He was fully what? Equipped to make it ep- like heaven. Well equipped. Are you it? Now, if you look at um, the garden, the garden uh, was full of natural resources from vegetables, from vegetation to minerals. Um, if you look at Genesis chapter uh, 15, if you look at Genesis uh, chapter 15, uh, two verse 9 to 14 you discover that the garden was full with what natural resources from vegetations to what minerals. What do you see different the, the rivers that flow that had gold that had oils that had they, they just had resources there? So natural resources began in the garden of Eden. So everything that God wanted the earth to to look like, God put it in what? In the garden of what? Of Eden. In the king God placed Adam in the garden to dress and to keep it. In says, And the Lord got to the man and put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. You see that? So God created him, blessed him, empowered him and then gave him the picture of what he was to make it like and then put him in that garden to dress and to keep it. So everything followed an order. The act of dressing and keeping was basically the act of what? Managing the garden. Are we together? So in doing this, Adam was extending the will of God from heaven to earth. Are you getting what I'm saying? So dressing and keeping was actually managing the garden. And by managing the garden, he was extending the will of God from heaven to earth. God manages heaven perfectly. Are you getting what I'm saying? And he manages heaven perfectly, and then he Adam to also manage earth, what excellently. This therefore made heaven the what? But by, uh, by, by doing this, by doing this, it, it, it made what heaven the metropolitan state. No, that was a kingdom, and earth its what colony. Can you hear me? And so. The metropolitan states and FP the colony made God what? The supreme authority. And it made Adam what? His royal (laughs) governor. Are we together? So this was about what? Colonization. That was where colonization began from. That's where it began from. And the difference between the colonization we see in in, in, in the physical now and the colonization that began colonization was that God. Created the colony. Are you getting me? Yes. But the colonization we see today, the colonial masters did not create the colony. They came to meet the colony and they sought to do what? To take the resources of the colony. Number two, God created the colony and created the resources in the colony. And he never needed the resources in the colony. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. The resources in the colony were meant to be to be for the world, for the for the royal governor, and he Citizens. But the difference in the operations of human colonization is that the the colonial masters, that's why they are not called, we cannot call them supreme authority. The colonial masters, they didn't create the colony, they came to the colony and saw resources. It was not actually their their colony. So they saw the resources and they sought to do what? To take the resources in the colony. But God does not need the A thousand hills are mine. He said the cattle on a thousand hills. You don't know how many cattle is on each hill. But just told me a thousand, and those are symbolic representation to make you understand that the cattle are innumerable on innumerable numbers of hills. And you get know what I'm saying? God does not need anything from earth. God doesn't need anything for man. God actually created the earth and put the pieces in the earth for man to use. And again, man. So that he has God in heaven, managing heaven, will look down on earth as a sovereign leader, as a as a supreme authority, look down at his royal governor, which is Adam, and Adam is taking good care of the code in there. And by something, what happens? The kingdom of God comes, and the will of God is done in heaven on earth as it was in heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? That was why when Jesus came, be prayed the thy kingdom come. From the beginning it was the kingdom that came. I cannot see. In Genesis chapter 2, when the garden was planted, the is from the Hebrew word Abba. And Abba means to work, to serve. And the word keep is from the Hebrew word shamar, And Shaman means to keep, to guard, to observe, to give him. So we can see basically, it has to do with what? Management, management, managing the resources, managing the affairs, for your use, not for his use. I give a something. That is between the colonial operations of Elohim and the colonial operations of colonial master resources for your use but then makes you manage resources for your use are we together amen so on the grounds of these operations god established a civil law on the banks of an ethnically rooted people and person and people called of adam You know, Adam comprised of male and female. Check Genesis number one, verse 27. Adam comprised of male and one
0: female. So when they come from this operation, God did what? He established a
1: civil law and on the basis of this ethnically person and people called Adam. Amen to Jesus. And they were ruled directly by God. They were ruled directly by God. That's what it says in the cool of the evening. The Lord came down. So God ruled them directly, he, 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 he gave them instruction directly, he gave them order directly, it was a direct rule, praise God forevermore. Hallelujah! This was a theocratic system of government and a best system. Unfortunately, Adam lost this to the devil because he committed high treason against God by selling out to the devil. So now, from in Genesis chapter two chapter one two and of chapter one and two we see that theocratic government was operating god was the one ruling it was a supreme authority and adam was the royal governor. god was ruling in heaven and on earth through adam are you going to say it? so there was an agreement between heaven and earth in fact earth was in alignment with heaven Total alignment with heaven in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. Earth was totally aligned to heaven. Earth was in perfect coordination with heaven, perfect alignment. There was a straight flow of order from heaven. It was a sweet theocratic system. Amen to Jesus. Until Adam committed treason by selling that to the devil. After Adam lost this beautiful theocratic government, God still desired to make Earth the colony of heaven. Why? Because from the beginning that was how it was. Earth was a colony of heaven. From the beginning, earth was a colony of heaven. From the beginning, earth was a colony of heaven. So even when Adam lost this, God still still was. He still continuously was desired to make earth a colony of heaven. And let me let you understand he I mean, that is still the desire. But that is why the Bible says there will be a new earth and a new world. Why? Because the earth must remain. The the Bible says, and it says, and the kingdom of our of this world has become the kingdom of our God and of His Christ. And it shall reign forever. Why? Because from the beginning that was the way it was. It was a colony of heaven. And the sellout of Adam cannot stop the desire of God. Now let me understand something. No matter how man makes a mistake in dealing with God's operation, it cannot stop God's operations from manufacture. Are you saying That is our glorious hope. That in the life the devil tries all the gymnastic he tries. If he like he does all the game he does, if he like he does everything he wants to do, it cannot stop God's will from manifesting. Are you getting on saying that? Because as it was in the beginning, so shall he be now and forever. No matter what the devil tries. The devil is trying hard. trying hard. He's trying hard. He's trying hard. We are hearing about all the different things we are hearing ahead. Somebody say now, they put it on your forehead, or they put it on your on your on your wrist, your hand, and he said those are the, he said, those are the two places where the mark of the beast will be placed. And he said they are preparing for the mark of the beast. Those are beautiful statements. are beautiful But let me let you understand from people. No matter all the theories and all the conceptions, misconceptions, the understanding and misunderstanding that will be happening in the world today it cannot stop the original intention of Yahweh the intention of Elohim was for earth to be the colony of heaven and it was to follow the order of the prototype not the garden of Eden and Eden not saying that and so if, if no matter what is happening at the end of the day what we see happening. You get what I'm saying? So our glorious hope is not in what we are going through now. Our glorious hope is that as it was in the beginning, so shall it be now and forevermore. So no matter what the devil is doing, our glorious hope lies in the fact that our supreme our supreme leader, our supreme authority is still the one in charge and we will still end up becoming what royal government no matter the matter. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. So after Adam lost this, God still desired to make a glory of heaven. So what did he do? He kept looking and searching for another royal governor. Now, if you understand this thing, I, I'm going to be doing a teaching on the on prosperity and the blessing. You understand that God keeps searching. He kept searching for another royal God. The same way God was searching for somebody to bless after Adam what? Felt messed up and he found uh, uh, no. He found Abraham, same way God was looking for another one, another royal governor. And when he for a royal governor, he found who he found the person of Abraham, who was his faithful friend. verse 39 says, So then there will be of the faith that are blessed with faithful Lord Abraham. James 2 verse says, and the scripture was fulfilled. We say Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called. Afraid of God. So when Adam missed the the, the greatest opportunity of the lifetime, which was the opportunity of being the royal the the royal governor of Elohim on earth, Elohim did not stop looking for a royal governor. And then he came searching, and finally he found Abraham. No one that looked like a royal governor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he found place before the sight of God. Amen. But Noah was still not the royal of Are you getting what I'm saying? Because from Noah came Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And we know that from Ham came the Canaanite tribe. And our he cursed Ham. Are you getting what I'm saying? There was still a cost there. Are you getting me? And, and, and still those, those three guys were already aligned to the will of Elohim. So he was not the royal of He followed the, the, the order of a, of a savior. But he was not a royal governor. God needed somebody as a royal governor. And no, no one would have fallen from that well, but he, didn't, he was not the one that was chosen. Abraham was the one who was chosen as what? A royal governor. And you look at James 2, verse 23 says, And the scripture of the Bible said, Abraham believed God, and was imputed unto him for righteousness, as he, and he was called the friend of God. Why was Abraham actually chosen as a royal governor? No. The sight of God. We did that study a while ago and discovered that, yes, to find grace means to be grace. But you see the term found grace, it meant that there was an aspect of work. He had to work it out to find grace. Praise God for more. But if you look at Abraham, Abraham, grace found it. Praise God for more. And not, not only was the grace found it, never did God call anybody his friend other than Abraham. And that's it, he was a friend of God. So God did not just need a royal governor who was a person who found business side. Eh? God did not need a royal governor as somebody who He created, who he formed from the earth and breathed into him. In quote, in quote, the, the, their relationship was creator-creature relationship, who was, know, which was actually meant to be father and son. But they did not really enjoy that relationship. he did not maximize it. God that kind of relationship for a, a, a royal governor. Number two, he not need somebody who, yes, fine, he had found grace in his side and he had warned the people of the rain and he built the earth. But that was not what God did. God did something more than that for a royal governor. I want did He needed a friend. Bible says there is a friend that's sticking closer than a brother because you can, you can, you can talk to your brother. You can to somebody who is doing well you see are, you are faithful stewards you are faithful servants yes there are people who are they want to they don't want to do it right when they are working with you i can classify no other that kind of category there are some people that when they are working with you they know they just know your design. they don't want to do it right now. but still you cannot, you cannot call them what a friend. They are best as employees, are you getting what I'm saying? They are best as um, as stewards, you get it? But well, you know that if you get into a level of friendship with them, they will abuse the relationship, are you getting what I'm saying? Now, so, again, as if I can classify, no, i under that kind of category. But God knew that he didn't need that kind of category of person. No, Adam was, let me use Adam as just, from nowhere, pleasure, yes, and we, we just we just start flowing, amen. No, that's not good. We just meet them from nowhere and just start flowing. But you cannot see all that kind of person your friend. Friend, friendship is built over time with intimacy and bareness and openness. And, and you get know what I'm saying? When you know a friend, the friend knows you and you know him. Even even somebody you have sex with, you cannot may not be your friend. Uh, even somebody who have sex may not be your friend. Even your spouse may not be your friend knows your in and out. A friend knows your thoughts. He knows your heartbeat. Are you getting what I'm saying? The person that you have also passed for that was Moses. Are you getting me? It? it should have been Moses. But now Moses came after Abraham. And I'll make you understand why Moses did not become the royal governor. Are you getting what I'm saying? Abraham fell into the category of the friend of God. Anybody to be a real governor because he had studied Adam's figure, he had looked at everything surrounding Adam's figure, and he knew that it's only a friend that will not sell me out. A real friend. I even say that, that some people say it's my best friend, my channel friend. No, I'm talking about a best friend, I'm not talking about a channel friend. I'm talking about a friend that sticks closer than the brother. That will not sell him out. So he knew that Adam sold him out because Adam was not his friend. At God as the creator, as his creator. If I hadn't I mean, even look at God as our Father, no. He didn't see God as Abba. That's why God him introduced himself to us as Abba. Not as God. Adam saw God as God as the creator. And you hit the creator. I Are mean, you know to saying? He didn't see him as our Father. And so he could not even build God came down in the evening. Why was God coming at the end of the evening? For relationship sake, trying sake. He was trying to build a relationship with Adam that would transcend from creator to what? Father. And then from father to what? Friend. So God was what God was building with Adam. But that did not allow the building process mature. Are you understanding? And so God knew that if I'm going to take another friend to be a real must not fall into the category of Adam. I must build this relationship with him till we become friends, and then I can hand over this responsibility of who you are to him. Hear me very much of us understand. God does not just give you some kind of responsibilities without building friendship with you. <laughs> are you something? Some of us won't go to us. Lacking us with some level of anointing, some level of blessing, some level of prosperity and we don't want him to build friendship with us. Are you kidding me? Yes. We don't want to know his heartbeat for want to collect his heart, in what is in his hands. God wants to build friendship first! He knows that we know him as creator, but now he takes you from creator level to what? a father level. Then from a father level, he takes you to a friend level, and little to somebody around him. He said, as parents, be, as, a father, as a mother a father, as a father's parents, be, your, be parents to your children, not be your friends. And I am like, what a bad advice. Very terrible advice. If you're only parents to them, they only collect from you. And they only respect you. But they cannot confide in you. When they have some serious issues, they go to their friends. And people that are experimenting life, we use them to experiment life. They say two blind men lead themselves when do in ever ditch? So he, the friend is experimenting. And this one is also experimenting. And an experimental comes to ask an experimental for answers. What will happen? they will go and experiment into destruction. That's why parents were the friends of so their friends. So when they start having major questions in life, they will not go and ask experimentals. They will come and ask what? Experience. as creator or as Abba, but also him as friend to give that responsibility. And the next thing he could find to do that was who? Abraham. He was called the friend of God. Look at Galatians 3 verse 9 and James 23 was called the friend of God Abraham was not just a real governor, but he was a progenitor of the nation from which many nations will come, which will make up the empire of God on earth. So you see, God did not just want a friend. He wanted a friend that he can make a progenitor. Why? Because God was still seeking for what? Colonization of the earth. Are you reading? Yes. And it takes men, it takes human beings to colonize the earth. That's why God created Adam and put him in the earth to colonize him. Without men, the earth will not be colonized. And so God found Abraham and made him a from him, other nations give. Why? So that the earth can be what? Fully colonized. So it was all about the colonization plan of our father? Amen to Jesus. Look at the 17. Verse the says, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, God speaking Abraham, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name anyone be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee. And royal covenant that was lost in Genesis chapter 3 is the same plan God implemented through Abraham in Genesis chapter 17 down to verse 24. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same plan, the same plan, the will of the Father has never says, it But said, "A match go fifty percent.'" But for this to manifest, I Let me hear What she said? She "Praying." she What she said He said, "And I will give Angels, deliver. Why? Because she needs. With heaven and so for Genesis chapter 1 and 2, Adam enjoyed peace and beauty. But the that Adam went out of alignment from heaven, what happened? He carried the cross, the earth was crossed for his sake. So, for all of us, we are in alignment to the Father, we enjoy peace and beauty, and that's what many Christians know. Adam, I don't want to go into that, I'll make my teaching too long. Amen. So, um, uh, God, uh, this is an empire. That's why he gave Abraham a child, and this began. This 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 child began with a covenant nation. God so from one son formed a nation for Abraham called what Israel. So this one child began what he called what God called a covenant nation. This covenant nation brought about the empire of Yahweh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because. The the Supreme Authority actually colonizes the colony with the royal governor for his ex, for, their, for his empire to expand. Now, if you go through history, you discover that like, like Alexander the Great, Alexander the Great conquered nations upon nations upon nations. In fact, learn that he 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 was he was about 26 when he conquered. When he said he had conquered the whole world, and one of his greatest displeasure was that he there was no other territory to conquer, and then he actually. Uh, and, and I heard that, that was how he, he, he died. But he was a territory-driven personality. He lived his life. Concrete what? Territory. Why? The more territories you conquer, the more your empire expands. So if you look at the ancient times, where their leaders were empire-driven, they were what? Empire-driven. God is empire-driven. Heaven is not enough for him. The earth has to be added to his empire. That was why he created the earth for the empire to expand from the spiritual to the physical. So every child of God must be empire. What? Driven. Amen. Praise God for no more. Look at the self for something It says, like and God said, Silver thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for the everlasting covenant. And with his seed after him. Are you going to say? a nation to be burned, for the empire of Yahweh to be established on That was why God created, that's why God gave Abraham Isaac. You see all the number of years that he took, what's the big deal? Why do you just have to take that long? But a miracle that is an empire will not come suddenly. Why Abraham was looking for a son, God was creating an empire. but all we are crying. God, why is my miracle taking so long? Your men are getting children. You are to get an empire. How? what man called that a shanda. why is my miracle taking so long? Your men are just buying houses, building, buying cars, building houses. You, are to build empire. So stop comparing yourself with others. That is saying comparing yourself with they will be not wise. If you are to, if your, if, if your miracle is. A
0: So I'm looking for the to
1: the point where Abraham, am talking the same God. Let, see, let Ishmael find favor in your side. In God when you, him, no problem. Ishmael, I will bless him, I'll make him the same one. It's from Sarah. By the time they left Egypt, about 4 million Jews. Is that The empire had grown. They had grown. But we see that in the book of Samuel, what happened? The children of Israel, this, this nation chose to be like other nations. And they said, we don't want to go. To be our what? Our supreme authority again. Let us be like other nations. Give us a king so he will judge our matter. Somewhere you are old and your souls are giving up. Now, the problem here was that somewhere was old but was somewhere complaining. If, if they came and said, Somewhere, these are your sons. you don't like the way they are doing You matter. not have said, They are foolish boys. So. This boy, you they know, don't learn from you. Somewhere, please help us on this matter. Then someone would have thought of how to help them. He would have gone back to. God. And then God would have told them, okay, this is how God it, this is our God party. Yes, God wanted a king for them, but he didn't just wanted to talk. the same way, he didn't want a Uriah Bongo, who was just a person he created and was trying to build a relationship with a friendship with mercy. person. And he didn't want a Uriah Bongo of that kind. For Abraham, and that's why he found Abraham that was a friend, which he had built friendship with over time. Same with God wanted to give them a king, but he didn't want him to give them a king that would be like what nations. He wanted to give them a king who was a shepherd at heart. So they needed some more time for David to finish his shepherd ministry, his bush ministry. And then move from the bush to the palace. But because they couldn't wait, they had to make life more difficult for James David. He had to keep Goliath. Then he had to enter, 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 enter the palace. Saul so was not preaching and things that he had anyhow, as if he was bushmeat. Just tormenting that He ran from the palace and his father's house to Abulam. This is for David extra problem. See, sometimes when people go, go against the will of God, they give their Messiah extra problem. Yeah. They give their besides and prove it. Almost Saul committed David. David killed him. They might have been avoided in this process. I cannot say. At least David might have killed the lion. But the torment of Saul, to the extent that he ran away from palace, ran away from his father's house, and then turned into the land, that torment would have avoided. But because of the impatience, they added that one to this. Sought for a king to be like other nations. Some of them describes in the and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to join us like other nations. By rejecting the rule of God, they rejected the blessing of God as their Lord, and enjoying the blessings of being His inheritance. You see that? Because now I, I said something when we said the, the uh, colonization operations of Yahweh, is different from the ones on earth. He, he created the earth and created resources and put it in and told man go and enjoy it. But the we see on earth is that they come to meet the the the, the colony that is not their own. Everything was there and they blame the colony of everything that they have. Are you not saying so by rejecting God's order what happened? They, rege- they, 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 they rejected the blessing of God. They rejected God as being their Lord. And I rejected um, um, the blessing of being his inheritance. Some uh, Psalm 32, verse says, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom he had chosen for his own inheritance. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. And what the people whom he had chosen for his own inheritance. So David understood this thing. But the fathers that came to meet Samuel, they don't understand it. Are you getting me? said, if you look at the operations of David's leadership. He was a king. He was a priest. and he was a prophet. Why? He had to carry somebody to assist him to one leads. Are you getting me? Because he knew that Israel enjoyed the So long as someone was leading, the Bible says, and none of his words fell to the ground. So David said, If I want to lead like, if I want to lead the way God leads, I was carrying. Me, I was telling prophet inside I was telling king inside I remember. This Then he had Jehoshaphat was not breaking. David is recognized as one of the greatest of the kings. He made the north and south, which were Judah and Israel together, and formed one nation called Israel. And then he put the palace on Mount Zion. That's why the Bible says upon Mount Zion, the sanctuary verse and what is the person of Jacob's opposition? Why? He was a man who knew that for a nation to be blessed, they must, do. They must align themselves to the deep. Him as their supreme authority, and he became the ruler of God. For a nation to be blessed, there must be a colony of heaven. So he carried the three anointings to palace. Why so carrying one anointing? Because by that so wanted to carry two anointings. He was anointed as king. The Bible says, and then when he went to the company of heaven, he prophesied. why he was in the company, he prophesied I company, We'd never heard that prophesy again. So there was something called the mystery of robots. Well, robots is it does not mean that it is there. It can come as a result of association, but when you stop associating may me, that is why impartation is good for the. I- The anointing of a king and a man of the prophet. If he had come in the man of the prophet, he would have been able to understand the heart of Samuel because Samuel was his prophet. Are you getting me? And then he would have waited for Samuel even when Samuel tarried for seven days, remember? But he didn't have the heart of the prophet. That was when Samuel sent him go. Go and enter the ministry of what Go and learn more prophetic ministry means so you know how to work with me, even to be your prophet. Are you getting what I'm saying? But he didn't learn it. He didn't receive the revelation and the impartation. He had a shock. You know, some of the time, says, well, we just come to church and we just feel that one small gift has come. Well. We start throwing, we start shining, we start talking about that. We we'll feel that we have something. But there is nothing just receiving an impartation of a gift. You have to have the revelation of that gift for you to continuously manifest that gift. Are you getting me? Praise God. The teaching gifts, amen. That's why up from sleep and manifesting these many of the things that i saying, I'm not inside my nose. It's a revelation of what the teaching gifts. So Saul was to have two anointings, but he ended up having one, no and it was a big dispute. David knew the discipline. he had the three. He began to align Israel to the dictates of what heaven. Amen. Amen. So I'm verse. "Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, and the people whom He has chosen for His own inheritance." This was what they lost out. This was what David was trying to bring back. This, you know, and when the change, when they change their operations towards God and they lost the blessing of having him as their supreme authority as their Lord and their God and becoming inheritance it brought about a great challenge but this challenge was not a limitation to God remember we said it from the beginning when Adam lost it, God began to search and he found Abraham every limitation that man brings to himself is not a limitation to God it's actually an opportunity to God so it was an opportunity to God. Praise God for all Why? It was not an invitation to God because from the beginning, God's intention for Abraham was to bring many nations from him, not just one nation. He told him, and many nations shall come up with, not one nation. <laughs> so when he pray, Miss B. God said, Thank you for helping me. Thank you for making my plan work fast, fast. My desire from the beginning for Abraham is no one nation. That's why I mean, they say Abraham is my father, God says he's your father. No problem, are you behaving like his children? Forget that. Thing. My plan was many nations. Amen. Yes. So what did this many nation mean? This many nation entails Israel and other nations. And we see this in the Hebrew word for nation. The Hebrew word for nation is Goi. And Goi means, number one, nation of people. Number two, usually of non hebrew people we talk about the non-hebrew but we talking about other nations we call them the Gui. other nations, Amen. In the hebrew and it means also of descendants of Abraham, that's Israel so we talk about Goyi. here we're not told if many nations out of thee the nations God was, called, was talking about it is not Goi'i Goi'i is other nations, what we call the Gentiles, are you know what i saying? but the nation God told Abraham here was G Going is G O Y I N in the Hebrew, which is Gentile Nations. But the nations in question here is what? G O E, And Goyim includes other nations and also what the nation of Israel. God is precise. So when God was saying, I will make you and many nations shall come after you, he was saying, Many nations include Israel and the other nations of the earth. <laughs> So God was present. So when Israel, when Israel messed up, when they, when, when they rejected God as their as their supreme authority, God said, Thank you for doing this. It has made the job easy for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? So God saw Israel rejecting his supreme authority over them as a the greatest opportunity to make of all other nations of the earth. This he achieved with Jesus. And how did Jesus do this? Number one, Jesus reconciled men to God. Romans chapter 5 says, For if for if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more, being reconciled we shall be saved by his life. 2nd 20 chapter 15 says, and all things are both who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So when when Israel, when Israel messed up, what happened? God used Jesus. See, when Israel was the, the the colony at that time, it was only one aspect of voy that Abraham was manifesting. Are you gonna say? And the plan of God was for Abraham to manifest the two aspects of God, which is one, Israel and all damnations nations of the earth. So, while we were prideing in one, They being the sons of Abraham, God was saying, "You don't understand that there are many other sons waiting to manifest." John the same way Elijah said, "Oh God, can you see I'm the only one?" But "Hey, wait, 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 wait. Before you start making out and in your in all the exploits you have achieved." who have not bowed their head to bow. So God was excited with their message because it gave rise to other nations to be one, And he And He did that by who? By Jesus, who reconciled one to many to God. And number two, Jesus did what? Brought many souls to God. See, so Hebrews chapter two, verse 10 says, For it became me, for whom are all these? And by whom are all these? In bring Many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. So Jesus reconciled many to God and brought many to glory. By reconciling many to God and bringing many to glory, the second aspect of glory was manifested. It was activated which is what? Other nations. Are we together? That this God's new empire was formed which comprised of what? All Christians and the Christians of all tribes. All tongues, all nationality, and all color. Amen. This nation, this nation, is not just Israel. It's what the new creation in Christ, and the blood of all tribes, all tongues, all languages, all nationalities, all colors. As a result of the finished work of Christ among Christians, that is to say, all who believe in the Lord Jesus. Number one, there is no difference in nations and tribes in God's empire. There's not tribe in God's empire. We are all the same. Galatians 2 verse 3 verse says there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither born nor free, there is neither male nor female, for ye are all born in Christ Jesus. So, Galatians 3 verse 7 says where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, sick born nor free, but Christ is That was the way it was. The Bible says in, in, in Genesis uh, chapter, chapter 10 about chapter to it says, and, uh, and the sons of men came together and they, they sought to build a tower that would get to heaven. Say, for the were, were of one of one tongue and of one language. Everything was unit and one. And when they saw that there was one tongue and one language, the only to do was to try to take God's glory. Are you getting know what I'm saying? The unity that God gave to man, man uses negative. The Bible says, and God looked at women and said, These people is one. He didn't say these people are one. According to India, it's meant to be these people are one. But no, God said, These people is one. Double emphasis on oneness. So let's go, let's go, let's go and scatter the language. God had to scatter the language because man used the unity of. Language to try to take us through it. God gave man a little of language from the beginning. But now, in the new creation, that was the way it was meant to be. Though man abused it, God did not stop it. That's why I whenever man tries to sabotage God's intention, God does not stop his intention. He keeps looking for how to effect his intention. Because the sabotage it, it is that what did do, God had to bring it again in the new creation. So in the new creation, what was abused in Babel is appreciated in the new creation. Even though we are still making a fool of ourselves, we call ourselves Africans, we call ourselves Europeans, we come to church and we say these words are foreigners, like, I was talking to somebody was interviewing me and I told him, it's only in Africa that we are foreigners to ourselves. What a madness, what an environment, what a foolishness and a Now, we all call ourselves different tribes and talk, but our blood is the same. A black man can get his skin to a white man. We, 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 we call ourselves different nationalities, but look at us. See our way of reasoning. Is the 10 world countries reason is similar to what is similar to what one of the reason. I remember um uh, Mr. Tavis, when Mr. he said once he was in a conference with with um, uh, what they call it with um Dr. mouse and some other in the world black leaders, praise God forever. And then he said they discovered something and, then they and they began to talk about themselves. and they began to talk with themselves and they're talking about their childhood. And he said he, he, he remember when he said when I was a child, we make pants we used to make uh, knickers with um, cement sacks and he said as he said it well, later, said, yeah! we also think that you are the Bahamas, bananas they were making pants with cement sand in 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 ghana they were making pants with cement sand let's look a little analysis when i went to when i when i lived in congo i saw that the truck from the bus system was there the conductor and driver So when you look at the reason, and then Mr. The Paki said, he and uh, uh, Mansour, know, they compared their notes and other African leaders were together. They compared, it was a global conference. They compared it the and discovered that their way of listening was what? Was similar. This one is from Bahamas. This one is from Ghana. This one is from South Africa. This one is from Nigeria. But there is a similarity in their notes and their listening. What does that make us understand? Living there is no but about foolishness has made us different. And the to be I think in the church of Jesus is a Nigerian, is a Ghanaian, is a South African. But there is no Greek, there is no bond, there is no free, there is no circumcision or all circumcision. Christ is in all and all in all. It meant to Jesus. So Jesus brings about whole difference in tribes and nationality. Number two, unlike before the fall of Adam, where all because of the work of Jesus, others come from earth. This is why whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever we lose on earth is losing. See, I like this new colonial system. In the old colonial system of Genesis, order came from heaven, and God told man, he said, of the tree in the midst of the garden, thou shalt not be. The that of it thou shalt die. Now, so order came only from heaven. The supreme authority only gave orders that from heaven, are you getting what I'm saying? But now in this new colonial system, others also come from earth, are you getting me? Look at Matthew and It says, and I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom. So what the father, what the supreme The supreme authority uses to make others, are you getting what I'm saying? His signature ring, what makes him To one of the miracles. And as he left the podium, one of the other men of God that was there came and stood the podium and said, Don't worry, tonight there will be miracles. And, mm-hmm. and the man of God had not walked far. When he heard the other man of God doing that, he said, Tonight the be miracles, don't worry. And the man of God climbed the podium up and told the man, Give me the mic. Give me the mic. But as he took the mic, he said, In the name of Jesus, I close the heavens for miracles tonight. Don't try some dangerous men. People have been giving the keys of heaven, <laughs> of the kingdom of heaven. So I closed the heavens of miracles tonight, and they gave me my report. You can watch dance. <laughs> and walk And walked The other man of God did every gymnastic go to. Jump up and jump down. I didn't that, he said, baby, like, he was of he he was like, he was like, he he has been given the keys of the kingdom of heaven. From here he can lock some doors. And from here he can repose. That's the beauty of this new colonial system. In this system, we can also pass degrees from here. spirits. Romans 8 verse 2 and four says, For the Lord, the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, has made me be free from the law of sin and death. And then verse 14 says, As many as are led by the spirit of God. They are the sons of God. God does not govern us by some commandments and some rules and laws. And you get what I'm saying? He commands us by his spirit. That's why I want to be to to food and doctrine ever human laws. We are we are, is word, we are limited by the Spirit. I shall, I the law of God constrains me. It's the Spirit of God that limits our operations. We are not governed by eat this and not eat that. We are not governed by the law. We are governed by the Spirit. And let me tell you something. The people who are governed by the Spirit are above the law. Yes. They are above the law because the Spirit of God is above the law. That's how we should stop Picking our head with all these different talks they are talking here from all over the nations of the earth. Chief Church of Jesus, it's time to wake up to who we are. We are not governed by these laws. We are governed by the Spirit. Whenever the Bible says in Ezekiel chapter eleven, verse one, it says, "The more they afflicted them, the more they increase. See, the more they bring different laws and different orders to choke us, that should make us grow. Go through history whenever were taking on that ground he came and bigger yes. yes children of god the empire of your way it is time for us to start flexing our muscles I know that I am a sinner. I know that I am not in your empire. And as a result of that, I cannot enjoy your pleasure and enjoy your glory in these times. But Jesus, I come to you today. I choose to make you my Lord and personal Savior because I believe in you that you died and resurrected for me. I receive you into my life. I make you my Lord and personal Savior. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I'm going to be praying for you who made this prayer. Lord Jesus, I pray in the name of Jesus. I pray for you based on this prayer. Lord, I ask for the 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 the, 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 the grace to send you. And to follow the beliefs of them. Thank you for receiving them to your beloved. Blessed be name forever, Lord. In Jesus' name, oh, Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm to pray for everyone who is sick. because you are sick, whatever you are sick, just put your hand in that part of your body. You are sick. You feel the pain. Whatever it is, just put your hand in that part of your body. Put your right hand in of your body and raise up your left hand and you will be praying for me. now in the name of Jesus, I cause every infirmity, I cause every sickness, I cause every disease in the name of the Lord Jesus. I cause every swellings, I cause every lungs I cause cancers, I cause tumors to the root in the name of the Lord Jesus. I cause myopias and hyperopias, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I cause pains in the name of the Lord Jesus. I this of every kind in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord, God Almighty. Blessed be your name, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for more persons believing God for miracle. I decree the miracle working power of Jesus hits your body in the name of Jesus, hits your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Dead parts of the body jump back to life. Amen. And parts grow out Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Imbalanced parts become Amen. balanced Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. I decree so and declare in the name of Jesus created miracles manifest. Amen. In the name of Jesus, everyone in a divine intervention, a miracle in your job, in your finances, in your business, we seek your people in the name of Amen. Jesus. I decree
0: so, Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We believe you have been blessed watching and listening to this teaching. We invite you to watch and listen to more Pluru teachings by Pastor Chamdi Ohahuna. You can subscribe and watch our YouTube channel for more videos of these series and other series. Or listen via Grace Life Podcast on Anchor FM. We would like to hear from you via email, if you made the prayer of salvation and would like to share your testimonies from this ministration. Grace to you.